When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everybody, Russ and my Amazon 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon to be made of new content on. As always, I thank our channel sponsors, Untucket. Today's guest, um, he's been busy the last week or so. He's been quite busy, bless him. Um, <laughs> his single deck of rice is available to stream and download and everything. So, you know, obviously we're trying to get that single into the top 40 and stuff like that. It's Deepart. How are we doing, Deepart? How are you doing, man? I'm very good, Russ. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. I'm all right. More importantly, how are you? How's your how's this sort of last sort of two weeks for you, man? It's been crazy for you. Very, very surreal. It, it kind of feels like diff, different blessings are, are sort of just coming and, and happening and occurring on a daily basis at the moment. So I'm, I'm just trying to really um, embrace it all. But I think the, the overall consensus of it is I just feel really blessed. I mean, the, the song done well is doing well. Um, I got to speak to the captain of my team on video call one to one, which was something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. Um, my song was played at the stadium during half time which which I obviously have you to thank for and um I'm I'm imagining as well I'm probably the first rapper to ever do a Hammers 11 or I'd be surprised if I'm not no you're not I'm not not. you're the second egg on face who's the first peach 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 Peach. is a a Canadian rapper peach is he's a lovely bloke if you go on all like YouTube all like like Hammers chat and things like that you'll see him always comment because he comments he he uh, i mean what's it, he, he basically he it's always in it's not like normal typing it's always like capital letters in the middle and dollar signs and stuff yeah yeah peach but you're, the, you're the first uk you're the first uk rapper i think he's actually been messaging me because oh, yes. i recognize yeah. i recognize the font style <laughs> yeah 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 you'll be messaging if, if, if it was on instagram it'll be his instagram is i don't know why we're shouting out peach but i love peach it's a lovely boat yeah, I think it's Peach, Peach the Poet or something like that. Uh, yeah, Peach, no, as, as, soon yeah. As, as soon as you said dollar signs, I went, yep, yeah, I've heard from him. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, he's a top guy. Yeah, he's from Canada. And so, yeah. uh, oh, that's a collab waiting to happen. 
it is indeed, it is indeed. Peach, you and the Bollyhoo crew, every Ballyhoo crew, let's, let's let's make it happen. Um, but yeah, so you're or, first or maybe UK. I'll um, may, maybe I'll do a diss track on him because he took away my accolade of being the first rapper on Hammers Eleven. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you know, some some there's some battles you fight and some you don't fight. I, I, <laughs> I love Peach. We'll Peach no, but you're you're the first UK rapper we've had, so there you go. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. Few, That's what this week's bit. been all about. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll take it. As I was saying to you before we started, any opportunity that comes up, anyone talks to you, come. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll come on. Yeah, come I love on. it. It's good. Um, apart from that, apart from the, the the single, how have you been in in general, man? In terms of everything that's going on in this crazy world we live in, um, I've been all right. I've, I've I've probably been been better than most uh, because I I've always been a remote worker, so yeah. I I've always worked uh, at home. So I know that that's been a bit of a bloody. Oh, sorry, that's the washing machine. Is it loud? Can you hear it? No, it's fine. It's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> um, I, I think the homework inside of it and, and feeling like you combine to your home space has, has probably been the, the biggest culture shock to most people. Yeah. And I, I'm quite fortunate that I'd already got used to being stir crazy. So I'm just kind yeah. of, it's not that much different for me. And um, also I, I live out in the sticks where I don't have a big social circle where I live anyway. So when I wanted to visit mates and stuff, it, it would usually be meeting them to go to the football and stuff. So it would, mm. it was never really a, that regular of occurrence like yeah, fortnightly yeah. would be when i socialize so it, I'd, I'd be lying if i said it's it's been terrible for me but yeah. um my missus has got a lot of family locally and, and she hasn't been able to see them and so it's been quite tough on her and because it's tough on her it, it kind of that aura kind of ruminates around the house and you, you kind of yeah. get a bit so yeah but it, it's not been as bad as it could have been i suppose is the answer no i i to be honest i'm, I'm very similar to you mate you know as yeah i mean you know as I said last last week, I felt probably the first. That's probably the first time I felt proper shit. To be honest, not even proper shit, but it's like you know, like you know, sometimes when you have a really like rainy day and a dark cloud comes over and it goes away. That's that's how yeah. I felt a little bit like yesterday last week. But yeah, I mean, it's it's the same. I've I've been very fortunate. Um, no one in my immediate family is anything's happened horribly to them. So you know, as, said, as long as you've got your health, as long as you've got you know, as long as your your family's healthy, there's not really much more you can get at the moment, is it? That's that's part of the course, really. To be fair, exactly. Um, but West Ham are keeping us entertained, so you know that's all good, man. That's all good. They are indeed. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine like this this global pandemic and us like you know languishing in the bottom of the league and stuff? Oh. But, oh. A relegation battle is is not something you'd want to be going through at the same time as this. That's for sure. No. So the fact that safety seems almost I don't want to say it. Don't I don't say, say it. it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it. But the, the the fact that we're in a good place, um, people don't realise, or, or people probably do realise, how important and how much of an impact football can actually play on your mental state, especially mm -hmm. when you live and breathe it as, as much as some of us do. And mm -hmm. the fact that the team's in a good place makes me feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I get that. I get that totally. And and, and that's that's the vibe I've been having the last, I even say the last sort of 10 days, two weeks, it seems. Uh, there's, there's a real vibe around mm -hmm. Twitter, around YouTube, around everything. People wanting to come on, people wanting to chat. And, you know, as you said, it's, you know, I've I've interviewed lots of lots of people over the last eight or nine months, and you, you forget how much West Ham means to some people. Like, yeah, means to some people. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's just this big at the moment, like Twitter, Facebook, 
YouTube, everything, because obviously the social world is our world at the minute. If you yeah, yeah. And and the whole world at the moment, for me anyway, is is just like an overwhelming hub of, of positivity around the team, and it's everyone everyone's back in the gaffer, which we love to see because it, it doesn't happen very often. Um, everyone's got this real faith in the boys now. It, yeah. it, it wasn't there before, and. Um, it's just a far cry from from seasons past, and, and mm. you just you just love to see it. Mm. Oh, you def- definitely do. And this, this will this will be going out after the, the the Crystal Palace game. So hopefully, you know, we'd have beaten Palace on yeah. Tuesday, and we'll be full for whatever it is. Mental, mental. It's mental when you think about that. Yeah, um, it's absolutely crazy. And obviously, you know, as you said, some people like don't realize how much West Ham's intertwined with their life. Now, for those who don't know. Part has got a single out called Declan Rice. It's like <laughs> so you, you epitomize that more than anything, isn't it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's why and I'm not gonna say why Declan, but but why the song? Why you know what what's what started? What was starting the chain of events that got you to, to write it? Do you know what it is? My music has always mainly centered around mental health so my, my thing is mental health awareness I, I, I want people to i always want to encourage people that you can talk openly about your life and whatever's on your mind yeah. um and it, it's cathartic because through expressing yourself it will make you feel better and I, I think it's important to talk about my issues and my childhood which, which wasn't the best because I, I think the worst thing for me about mental health anyway is, is when you're experiencing anxiety or depression mm. you, your mind is trying to convince you that you're the only person like that and that you're the only person that's going through it. Mm. So I think to hear other people talking openly about it gives you gratification that you are not actually on your own. And even though it, it's not going to cure you, you're not, I'm not saying you're going to feel depressed or anxious and then listen to someone rapping about being depressed or anxious and then suddenly you're like, bloody hell, I'm yeah. all right now. But you, you, what you might think is I'm still down in the dumps, but at least I know other people are too, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then it was a case of I, I've always done music about my life, so it's, it's, it's I haven't really got a filter. I, I believe that rap nowadays is is mainly about glitz and glamour, drugs, guns, drugs, and just just all mm. that kind of rubbish. If you know what I mean. And I think it's a far cry from rap, what rap used to be, which was controversial and real and and and, and gritty. And and it, I just think it's missing what it used to have. So. Mm. What I wanted to do is my last album that I released in October was called Deep Art, and it was a mental health album. It, it, it did quite well. We um we charted at number thirty nine in the UK download chart with it. Cool. But it was quite a morbid album because all of it was was about basically being down in the dump. So someone yeah. said to me, "You need to find a way to make stuff that's a bit more upbeat and and something that people can sing along to a bit more." And I said, "Well." I'm not smiling, but I'm not really a happy guy, you know what I mean? So it's a bit hard. And and I still want to continue to make music about what's real to me. Mm. And then I thought, what is real to me and makes me happy? And then I thought, the football club. Mm. So then I thought, okay, what's the best way to do it? Do you do a song about the whole team? Do you do, you do a song about the, the manager, the players? And I thought, you'd probably be best off to do a song about someone that's gone on record saying they like rap music because then you never know they might like it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, so I thought, I'll do Declan Rice. He's, he, he's, he's young, he's into this sort of music. He might like it. 
uh, and and let's face it, at the moment he, he he is our talisman. He's our captain more often than not, and he's he's just the, the boy at the moment, isn't he? So if you're going to make yeah. a tune about anyone, you make make a tune out of the boy while while you yeah. still can. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It what could have been? It could have been a, you know it could have been all about David Moyes. Um, yeah, that would be funny. He's one of he's one of the boys. There you go. There's there's one for you. You just write it down. Like, you know what? Yeah. All, all, all I've had all week is DMs. Got to do one of Antonio next, Noble next, Tufal yeah. next. Da, 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 da. And it's like as much as I loved making this song, I don't want to become pigeonholed no. as like a, no. as like a gimmick rapper. If you yeah. know what I mean. I mean I mean, I could, I could go through the full squad. Easily, yeah. People probably would still listen to it and the community would probably get behind it because that's the kind of community it is. Mm. But I feel like I would lose credibility as an artist because yeah, it, looks no, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would look like I found a gimmick and then I've latched onto it. Yeah. So I, I, after this song, I'm definitely going to be reverting back to, to what I was doing before. I might add the odd lyric in as as a bit of um, an anecdote yeah. to the club just because yeah. of how good good everyone's been to me during this period but um i, I definitely don't want to get pigeonholed as the declan rice guy or the west ham rapper because i'm deep up you know what i mean not yeah not that yeah, yeah yeah no i get that i get that i get that no you're right i think you've and i think you know if you, if you could look for the whole squad i think you probably picked the right one um yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean i think deck would have been i think it'd been lost on on vladimir Sufal. Yeah, yeah, I think you would have heard it. You'd have to put, a, you'd have to put, a re- if it was Suchek, you'd have to put a reference in about potato salad. I can't imagine him joining my live stream and telling me he likes it. No, exactly. That's what <laughs> I mean. You got Actually, he seems like a really nice guy, but he probably would have, but he, he probably would have been lying. Yeah, he, he wouldn't <laughs> have a clue what you're doing. Yeah, he wouldn't have a clue. Um, <laughs> I mean, as you said, you know, obviously, Deck Deck's got on board of it, called it Soccer AM, obviously, got on board of it, which is cool. And that's yeah. how it sort of all went a bit crazy, weren't it? Really, Soccer it, it was actually Soccer AM first that, that yeah. got on board with it. So I, I made it as a song that I was sort of just going to put on Spotify and see what happened. If you know what I mean, I, ne- I never planned to like do a like campaign it, so to speak, because I campaigned yeah. the album massively in October. So I didn't want to shove music like down people's throats. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to give people a new song to listen to, and then. Um, someone commented on my facebook status and i'm really annoyed because i can't find who it was because i still want to thank them and they said you should send that tune to, to soccer am they'll love that and then i thought i'll give it a go and then i woke up on new year's day and i don't know why but i just went on um fenner's instagram and i, li- I literally just dm'd him and i went hi mate no it's new year's day but i've got a song called declan rice that i think would be a good fit for the show is there any chance i can show you it within two seconds Yes, mate, send it over. Sounds great. I was, bloody hell, he doesn't even follow me. How did he even see my DM, if you know what I mean? So oh, he's, 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 right. Once you get to 10, 10K in it on Insta, that's it. You can DM oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and he's obviously blue ticked off. He's, he's got yeah. hundreds of thousand followers. So I'm, so that's got me thinking, The because I'm a big believer in like the law of attraction and fate and, yeah. and what yeah, it's, meant yeah. it's meant to be. And all I could think to myself after that was, the only way he's seen that is if he had his phone in his hand on Instagram at that exact moment. Yeah. So he was meant to see it. So then yeah. he, he, he went away with it. Um, he, I didn't get a reply from him. Messaged him a week later. He said, yeah, mate, sorry, meant to get back to you. Loved it. Emailed it over to our, our producer, Devlin. Sent it over to Devlin. Devlin responded, I love it, just to let you know it's going to be on tomorrow. And I was like, can't believe it. Like, honestly, gobsmacked. Yeah. Yeah. A show I watch genuinely, genuinely watch every week without fail. A show that 
my auntie, who's an even bigger West Ham fan than me, absolutely adores. But, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I've got the phone on a perch because it's on That's charge. Um, and um, so naturally what I did is um, I didn't tell my auntie it was going to be on there. Brilliant. And I just left left it to the soccer am gods to make sure that she was watching it that on that show which i knew i i was 90 percent sure i would she would be but i was still a bit like oh it's a bit risky um get a phone call oh, oh, literally quivering like just in shock that, that what's happened and it was it was absolutely amazing and i i, I could not thank john enough because yeah. most of the music that he probably gets funneled is probably from labels and managers and, mm. and, and, and companies like that. And for a little guy like me with his little, with his 7,000 followers on Instagram to just say, hi mate, I've got a song. Can you listen to it and play it on the telly? And for him to go, you know what? Yeah. You've got to be some type of bloke. Yeah. Top man. No, exactly. And as you said, things like that happen, isn't it? And there's, and there's, I'm a, I'm a true believer in fate as well. And I think there, as you said, it just seemed all the stars seemed to align at the right time. And then obviously soccer AM that went on and then obviously you released it. And obviously, as you said, you're, you're not being funny. You then had like, you know, Dick jumped on you on one of your live Instagrams, and and that was that must have been like such a bizarre thing when it pops up. Declan Rice, what? Okay, gobsmack, gobsmack. Like people were writing in the comments, like people were commenting, "You need to understand, this isn't just about a song. This is a man talking to the captain of his Premier League football team." And I was, and yeah. then when I read that comment, that's when it kind of went, "Bloody hell, it is." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know I mean, this isn't promo. This is actually like I've got a picture of the bloke hanging on a signed picture of him hanging on my wall in my hallway. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and now he's talking to me directly, one on one. It's just you, you, you can't describe it. You can't describe it. The, the euphoria I felt after that was done and and it was over, and I put my phone down and lay back on the couch like bloody hell, that's happened. Yeah, um, can only be equaled by, by the euphoria I felt when I got sent the video of it, of it playing at the ground. Yeah. Because that was absolutely, my, fans or not, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it, mind -blowing. I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. It's I, I've, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I feel very, very similar when I speak to as some ex players we've had on the channel. Like just said to you, when we said on, we were chatting on Friday, like Julian Dix. When I read Julian Dix, I felt that way afterwards. I was like, oh my god, he's like. He he, you know, he was like my idol when I was young, and it's like now yeah. spent some time with him, and we had a really good chat, and it was lovely. And you know, you go, fucking hell, Jesus! And it's like it's the same with you. You sat back at your couch afterwards, and I've just spoken to like Declan Rice, like you know. Yeah, he follows. He, follow, he, he bloody follows me. I can message him. <laughs> Hello, mate. <laughs> but Brilliant. that's also a, a, a something that I'm going to be very careful not to um, not to overdo because if he unfollowed me. <laughs> I'd be blunt. It, it, it would absolutely crush my soul. Play it cool, son. Play it cool, as a yeah, yeah, yeah. boy would say, isn't it? And that's absolutely. the thing. They're all just lovely blokes. And I think Dex, Dex got like, and we'll probably we'll probably talk about it when we talk about your hammers eleven anyway. So I won't talk about that. We'll talk about it later anyway because I don't don't, don't preempt it. But anyway, um, so let's let, let's let's dial back a little bit. Let, let's 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 ask. Obviously, you said you, your nan's a big West Ham fan. Why are you a West Ham fan? What's your story, man? I there's not really a long. I inherited it. It's as yeah. simple as that. I inherited it. My grand. The, I was very young um, when my granddad died, but um, but I, and I've got an image of him in the head in my head, always sitting on the chair that he used to sit on. Yeah. And that image that I've got of him in that chair is always an image laden in the old Doctor Martin slot. 
you know mm -hmm. what I mean? He had the he had the white Dr. Martin's top. So um, I inherited that. I inherited it from my granddad. My granddad was a, a, a mad hammer. My nan, who died a few years later, she was a mad hammer. They gave birth to a daughter, who's my auntie, who is a mad hammer. Um, they also gave birth to my mum, who, who she passed away sadly, but she was a, a massive West Ham fan as well. And it was just a case of. Um, I didn't have a I didn't have a bloody choice. Uh, <laughs> if, if I didn't, I would have been cast out. And I, and I quite liked having a roof and food. Yeah, exactly. I like having a roof over me. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it's funny though. It's, it's funny. I mean, a lot of. I mean, there, there is there is a you know, when you interview people, some people it is about family. Some people it is literally they just put their open. They switched on the TV and it was West Ham playing. I support them. But whatever yeah. it is, they all come back to that. You know, they all join this weird bunch of fans and obviously you would have pre-experienced it over the last few weeks just just the support and the community that is west ham you know it's like Fantastic. everyone everyone clubs together in it it's 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 a, it's a unique thing i think being a west ham fan very um, unique there's there's a certain level of, of of camaraderie that yeah the other clubs can say they have yeah but i don't think they really do no no not all of them anyway no. not any of them not even nah. Definitely not Spurs. Definitely not Spurs. Well, that's what I said. No. I mean, you know, it's like we, as I said, you know, if you're walking down and I live in, I live in Hornchurch, and you know, there's a lot of West Ham fans. It's you know, heartland, so to speak, uh, one of the heartlands. And um, and if you see another West Ham fan, you know, we still see quite a few of them walking around. You're shouting, you know, come on, your irons or irons, and, and you know, you're, yeah. I don't. I've never. I've never seen two Spurs fans do that to each other. No, no I don't I would say, I, you know, I would say Spurs. They don't. They just don't do that. Yeah, it happens every time I get the train down. I get, I get the um, Stratford International from um, from King's Cross. Yeah, and uh, every time I get off the train, someone at the front of the stage stadium will shout, "Oh!" and then it will just literally chain reaction all the way to the back of the train. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's like you say. I just, I just don't. They can say they do, but I, I just, I just don't believe it happens anywhere else. And if it does, not on this sort of level, where it's literally like. If you are West Ham and I am West Ham, you are my sibling for the day. Yeah. Oh, totally. You know I mean? I've, yeah. I've gone to so many games on my own and ended up as part of multiple friendship groups over the day and not yeah. fell out of place for one minute. Because my, my, most of the, cause we've got two little kids. I've got, we've got a four-year-old and two-year-old. My missus can't come to most of the games with me. Yeah. And um, I did actually bring my little boy to, um, to... I brought him to Norwich and I brought him to City. And then um, I brought him to Sheffield United, and because he couldn't get any signal on his phone, he um, he started going crazy. It, like I was using the phone to distract him. So I watch and, he's, and he's four, and he's four, you say? Yeah, the phone died, and it, he started screaming the gaff down, and I had to leave at half-time, oh, and wow. I've never taken him again, and I never will. I now know he was too young, yeah. but at the time, it seemed like a great idea. And it was for two matches. For the first two, he loved it. He sat there good as gold. He sang, tried his best to sing bubbles with me. But that one game when he made me leave, leave at half time in the rain. <laughs> That's it. You're right. That's it. You're done, mate. At least 14. It's mental when you think about it, isn't it? It's mental when you think about, like, you know, again, not to work West Ham, but he said, you know, he, he was four and he went, went mental because he ran out of battery. And it's like, can you remember when you, when you was four? It's like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't know how to use a mobile phone or, or whatever. Yeah. It was eight and she, she basically, you know, me and her run basically our internet operation in our house to be honest you know she does buttons and, yeah it's mental isn't it? it's, it's just scary yeah really we, scary. we do try our best to um because they're only little obviously we do try our best to keep them 
from being so reliant on technology. Yeah. But when you're trying to watch a football match in peace, you kind of like take it and shut it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think everyone's the same. It's like the other day, I think it was a Sunday, uh, Sunday and my, my wife went, oh, do you think Flo's been on the iPad too much? And I said, oh, poor cow, what can she do? If she's yeah. not on the iPad, she can sit down and watch TV. She can't talk to her friends. It's pissing down outside. She can't go outside and, you know, and run around with a dog. What can, what can she do in, in, the world we're, in the world we're in at the moment, you know? And the so, amount they learn on some of the, the amount they learn oh, on some of these apps, they learn more than I've taught them. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely. Particularly <laughs> stuff. We couldn't, I couldn't have lived without Google Classroom and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, one of those things like with kids as well, it's like, I think it's just the world they live in now. It is all about, so it's, it's, you know, the whole Declan Rice campaign has been all on social media because yeah, you're right. never to never anyone. Never would have happened without it. What no, would I have exactly. done? Yeah. You would have done Shout out the window. Yeah, shout out the window or maybe print out a few flyers. Oh, and and out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Declan Rice, what? Here's a tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throwing CDs out the window, like their and stuff like that. So yeah, <laughs> you saw, although you agree one hand, you take your one hand giveth the other taketh away, isn't it? So uh, yeah. you know, it's 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 one of those things. As you said with West Ham, it's yeah, I could just see that. <laughs> That's it. You're not going back to your full team. Yeah. And so you know how to charge. I don't think kids understand about the whole thing about charging batteries. That's the thing. My daughter, she literally have like my iPad, her iPad, my wife's iPad. By the end of Sunday, they're all dead. Yeah. Any one charge. It's like, well, the worst thing about it on this day was it was bucketing down with oh, yeah. rain. So it was half time. If I remember rightly, we were losing. Yeah. And I've had to walk out at half time and go back to the train station in the pouring rain, all the way back to Stratford International. He's yeah. crying. I can't walk. My legs are out. And so I've got him on my shoulders. At the same time, I've tried to got an umbrella over both of us. If you saw it, mate, you would have been like, what the oh, hell is going on? I walked past a few people and they were like, what is happening? It was the closest thing to me just dragging them as it could have been. But there's at least you didn't have to get involved with the stop and start signs. So no, exactly that. You know, yeah, it's like, you know there's a silver cloud everywhere, but no, it's all good. No, it's it's, it's fun. And then um, I mean, to be honest, it doesn't look like anyone's going to go to it any games this season now. Um, yeah. Very surprised. But in the day, if, we, if we're winning, I think a lot of people don't care. To be honest. Yeah. No, I'm alright. I'm alright with it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot it's a lot warmer watching the games inside. Um, obviously, you don't get that camaraderie. I think that's the one thing people can't get is that camaraderie. They try and do it on Zoom, yeah. and stuff like that, but it's not the same. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But no, it's uh, great. It's, it's great. the um, it's the escapism that I miss. It's it's yeah. just that whole. All right, today I'm not daddy. I'm not I'm not deeper. I'm not husband. I'm not employee. Yeah. I'm West Ham today, and I'm just going to go down there. Win or lose, we're going to back them. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a few beers. Probably end up in the Heineken bar by the 84th minute and stay there until until we get kicked out and go home half cut and, and then wake up the next day and and, and, and not, not wait to do it again the following weekend yeah. or weekend after. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's the escapism that I miss, but um, because we're winning, it's much easier to cope with. <laughs> it's like this whole lockdown thing when in the summer when it was 33 degrees or 35 degrees piece of piss lockdown was <laughs> piece of piss. now it's dark it's gray it's cold now it's all that's horrible isn't it and it's the yeah. same it's, this time we're winning great you know we can well everyone's happy and da, da, da. because if they weren't winning if they were you know a west brom or or whatever you'll be like oh god you know so depressing they can't do that i feel sorry for west brom fans i really do because in essence they could quite easily have a whole premier league season without no fans there and be back in the when they go back to the hawthorns they'll be back in the championship 
Yeah, it's um, a shame. And it's like, oh, that's a real shame because you know, better, better been, than better, better than than us though. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's literally paying lip service than actually generally worried about <laughs> West Brom fans. But uh, yeah. no, yeah, it's, uh, no, I think it's. Uh, uh, for me, I think, as you said, I think it's that's it is a skate. It's the same as me. It's obviously, you know, at the moment, I'm still there. So it's like literally on a Saturday, I I know I can get out of the house. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. at the moment, isn't it? It's like I'm out of the house for a day and I come back and I have to put all the pieces back together that's, that's been, you know, like the wife's having it, shattered, flow and da-da-da, and I'm like, oh, God. No, no. Anyway, 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 let's talk about some good stuff. Let's talk about your Hammers 11, then, Deepak. So, obviously, we have, um, everyone we get on the channel, we ask them to give their Hammers 11. So, the idea is it doesn't have to be the best, it be the favourite, whoever you want, really. But the only yeah. rule is you have to be alive to a scene and play. That's the only rule, man. Absolutely. Um, so... so I've got a bit of a confession to make. Yep. In school, I was one of them kids that didn't really like football massively. I was yep. one of them ones like, do you, do you watch the football? Like, I'd always say, if they, if they said, who do you support? I'd say West Ham. Yeah, yeah. But if they, if they said, do you play? Do you, do you watch? I used to be like, no, I'm not really into football. And then I think in, when I was in about year five, my auntie took me to a friendly at Upton Park, uh, which was... It was a pre-season friendly. I want to say it was against Olympiacos. And even though it was a pre-season friendly, I was instantly just, this is it for me. Like, how the, have I missed so many years of, of, of this camaraderie and this togetherness and just this buzz, if you know what I mean? So um, I'm, I'm only going to go with, like, it would be easy to name, like, the Stuart Pierces and the Rio Ferdinands and the, and the De Canios, but... Because I didn't actively watch football while they played, I'd feel like I was lying. So yeah. I think my eleven is going to be a mixture of players today and just people that have nostalgic value to me. So if you don't, if people don't rate these players the same way I do through my nostalgia tinted goggles, don't shoot me in the comments. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, don't be saying everyone's got a different opinion, isn't it? and yeah. that's the idea. And it doesn't matter who you pick. The fact is, you've picked them, so they would have some sort of positive or negative. I've read the worst 11s and stuff, so it doesn't really matter, really. Everyone has their own. And if, and if anyone disagrees, then they can come on and do their own 11 and we can shout at them. Right. Okay. So let's start with Between the Sticks. Who's in goal for the Depart 11? Super fab. Super fab. It's got to be. He is um, a phenomenal goalkeeper, I think. He's phenomenal. I think I think like the last not I'm not sure about this season or last season because he was obviously um, regrettably injured for most of it. But I'm pretty sure the two seasons prior to that he made the most saves in the league by a country mile. And um, I don't know how well that speaks of us for allowing that to happen. Yeah. But the fact that you were there to make them and like I know it's probably a bit unorthodox, but even going back to he's just always been a good pair of hands. And I just think if I'm fielding a West Ham team out of players that I've seen play, it 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 would it'd be a toss up between him and Robert Green, and I think it would just have it would just have to land on Fab. I'd honestly yeah. do. No, I agree. I think Fabianski, though Robert Green was a great keeper, I think Fabianski is 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 technically a better keeper in my in my opinion. In my opinion, yeah. um, but everyone's horses, of course, is right. Okay, we'll put Fab in goal. Yeah. yeah. Anything that rhymes with Fabianski. Knee. 
Um, anyway, so, yeah, so it wouldn't work. For, I'm just going to, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't write a rap event. Right, okay. Um, so let's go into, uh, let's go to defence. So who's going to, yep. who's, your, who's your first defender, man? Who's your first defender? Left back, purely because the goal in the FA Cup final meant so much to me, I'm mm. going to go with Paul Koncheski. And mm. that is, that is a nostalgia-tinted pick. Because I want to say Cresswell because I think he's ridiculously underrated and I always have. Yeah. But I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't want, I want there to be a good mixture between old and new, if you know yeah. what I mean. And I, I don't just want to name the modern day squad. So I'm going to pick Paul Koncheski just for that goal. And the fact that he was a solid pair of hands. I know he didn't have the best time at, at Leicester and, and Liverpool after, if you know what I mean, not before. But... Um, I just think he. I, I, I just. I would just pick Paul Kajeski. I think. Yeah, and he's a hammer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I think, and he's a top bloke. Conscious yeah, absolutely bloke. lovely bloke. He, he shared the. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he shared the tune a couple of times and stuff. But oh, I didn't yeah. do it for that. I swear. No, <laughs> no, but he would have definitely. That's the type of thing Conch does. He's a top guy, and yeah, yeah. it's it's always something special in a West Ham player. West Ham fan plays for his boyhood club, and, and he did, and, and he, he he was a good servant for us. I think Conch was. Um, was. I, think, I think he falls. You are. I think he falls between those cracks really of Julian Dix and Aaron Cresswell. He's sort of in that middle bit, that middle yeah. period where we had like a lot of left backs. As you said, we had, we did have the Stuart Pierces and stuff, and Nigel Winterburns, and and Conch. I think he gets a little bit, sh- you know, in terms of his impact. As you said, that sort of you know scoring an FA Cup goal. Not many West Ham players have scored an FA Cup final goal, so no, they haven't, and it was a blinder at that. <laughs> yeah, although when I interviewed him, I said, "Come on, Conch, between you and me, did you mean it?" And he yeah, went, yeah. And he went, "Do you know what? If it was, if it was, if I scored it, yeah, if I scored it today, yes. If I <laughs> back in the day, no." So I was like, "Okay, fair enough." Uh, right, so we put Conch in. Um, let's go. Let's go right back then. Who's going to go right back, man? Do you know what? I know it's I know it's fresh, and I know it's early days, but I I would have to go with Sufal. I would. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he just seems like such a lovely bloke, which goes a long way with me, first of all. But he's just been he hasn't put a foot wrong in, no. in, since he's played, and he he just looks like to me he just looks like the right back that we've that we've always craved, which is reliable that mixture of reliable and skill. He, mm. He's just. He, he just fits in, if you know what I mean. And um, I just think he's—I just think he's brilliant. And if I was to field a team of past and present, I'd, I'd, I'd field him in it. What I love about about, about Sufau is, and I've said it before, I love the way he takes a picture of him and Thomas Suchek at every game. You know, every yeah. away game. Someone, someone said to me, it's like he's won a competition, and that's what <laughs> that's what it looks like a little bit. It's like. <laughs> Because it's it's just, it's just it's just amazing for them. Do you know what I mean? They're like bloody hell. We're 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 mates. We were there. Yeah. We're both here now. It must it must be every day and every time they're out and playing for a Premier League team in a Premier League ground. It must just be that euphoria and just that level of surrealness that they they just want to that they just want to capture that moment every single time. And it's um it's it's lovely to see honestly. And and uh, me and my missus say it all the time. But every single time either of them are being interviewed, we just can't stop smiling. Yeah, and they always yeah. reference the other one as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The other one. Like two, but like, yeah, Sue Check was Sue Fowler. Like they always talk about like the other day, Sue Fowler was saying, 
oh yeah, well, me as you know, me and Thomas would be at home eating potato salad and you know stuff like that. And it's like well, fair enough because he's watched it and he's seen all the everyone taking the Mickey a little bit and he gets involved. And I, I love players who do that. He doesn't seem to take himself too seriously as well, which again, and obviously he's just like, you know when like um, what's his name had a had a new kid and the goal came in and they were giving the doing the sort of you know the the, yeah. the, the Brazilian sort of baby stuff. I love lovely, that. Lovely. It is, and you're right. He's a good, he's a great right back, and yeah, we have craved someone like that consistently, like that for a long time. Since yeah. in the likes of like Tim Breaker, it's all mid, like you know, the early 1990s, really. Um, so yeah, hopefully, and he's, he's the right age. We have, you know, he's 28, I think, 27, 28, something yeah. like that. He's got a good few years of us at least if he stays in and stuff. So um, yeah, and I, I, I think I think he'll be here for a while. Oh yeah, I think so. I think so as well. There's something about moving to a new country as well um and the fact is i think it's a very true bit of business for west ham as well because you know Suchek moving to a new country now his mates in the same team as him loving it it's less less likely to fuck off back to go to buy munich or whatever you know because his mates here isn't it so um and they'll and they, they will be one if there's anyone they're going to be wanting it's going to be him yeah his, 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 his value is going to skyrocket i think yeah and again, that's again. It shows it shows a difference in in attitude towards transfers. You look at some, it's like all all of the buyers that Moyes has brought in now. Um, at the time of at the time of recording, I think I think the the Ben Rama full time deal is going through today. Yeah. So okay, so say that. So let's not take let's talk about Ben Rama in the conversation. So say like Suchek, Bowen, and Sufal, all three of them, you could self double your money today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Sufal three four. I think he only paid like three or four million, five million, something like that, ridiculously. Fifteen yeah. million, easy'd be, it'd be worth now, isn't it? Easy. easy, easy. So that's great news for us, right? Okay, let's put Sufal in. Let's go for your first centre half. Who's going to be your first centre half then? I was toying with Dawson, but I can't do it purely because he's only played three matches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go. With Winston Reed, reader. I mean, you know, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Winston Reed now. He's back and stuff. I don't think anything will happen with him at the club. But you know, he's been a great. He's been a great servant, hasn't he, for us then? Really good servant. Really good servant, and just, just, just really in his A day, just really solid. You know what yeah. I mean? Really solid. You, 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 you just, the, the, the main trait that you want out of a centre back is you, you wouldn't fancy running into him, and I wouldn't fancy running into Winston Reid. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a good point. And as you said, he's for for me, he's. I just think he's. He's one of those things where he because because he played because he got injured so long for us. I don't think the fact that he's been at the club for the ten years is is a. Is as much as a big deal as some other as some other players because he was injured yeah. for a big period of it. So I mean that's great that he was, but if he was fully fit, the chances are he probably wouldn't be at West Ham. Um, yeah, because I mean even as you said in that sort of when when we signed him, he went down and then he started to really develop as a player. Liverpool was sniffing, Arsenal was sniffing around for him. If he wasn't injured, he would probably be at one of those clubs. To be I think honest. so. Um, he's got that. He's got that profile, wasn't he? Yeah. Exactly. You know, he's not going to be any. He's not going to be any trouble. 
Um, you know, he's got this sort of he's got quite a calm temperament, I think, by the looks of him, um, yeah. like off the pitch and stuff as well. So he's a, you know he's a good guy to be around. But uh, no, he's been a great. He scored some you know iconic goals for us. So he'll always be in the West Ham folklore history because of the goals he scored for us as a centre back. You know what I mean? Last Absolutely. goal, for example. So um, no, he's a top man. Top man, Winnie. Okay, so Winnie's in. Who's he going to partner in that central back position? Who who is going to partner him is the person that no one no other team will admit, but I truly believe is one of the best centre halves in the league, and that is Ogbonna for me. I, I think I think he is ridiculously ridiculously underrated. Yeah, I think you put him in at the moment the form he's in, you could put any type of ball you want into a box, and his head is hitting it, and it's going the right way. And and more often than not this season. You put a corner into the box and he's, he's he's getting into the goal. He's just such a big presence. He's no matter who's who's fit and who's the guy at the minute. Whether you put Balbuena next to him, Diop next to him, whether you put um, Dawson next to him, who, who who not many people thought much of when we signed him. You know what I mean? He's made him look. And this is nothing to take away from his performance, but being next to a guy and a presence like Obonner is never going to do you any trouble in making you look good. If you know what I mean. And, I truly think you put him at City, you put him at Chelsea, you put him at Liverpool, and he plays the way that he plays for us. Um, you, you, you're talking about one one of the best centre backs in the league, next to the, the types of like Laporte and, and Van Dijk, as far as I'm concerned. But they won't admit that. But it's up to no, them. it's a great shout. It's a great shout. You're right. Again, it's that whole thing of West Ham as well. In that people. You know, West Ham, you know, it's, it's always they have to go above and beyond to get any recognition at the club outside yeah. of the club. And and Agbon is the same. You're right. I mean, it's not being funny. He broke, he's made to break back into the Italian squad at the age of 29, 30 over years now. That's you know, considering he's always got that accolade, you know, it's, it's the same as, you know, a lot of clubs like the French League, obviously with Payet, he never got in for a while, then he got in. That, that There was a lot of reluctance to pick foreign based players. Um, their, their own league and so you know i mean he's brilliant and he said where where it used to be for me it used to be the three of them it used to be bonner diop and brabwena and they used to interchange based on who was in form two would always be yeah. informed one would always be either injured or not informed now it's not now it is Ogbonna plus one of three yeah absolutely um, he's so, the only one that's not interchangeable yeah, by any means you know yes. i mean and and he's also the one as well that when he and this is no disrespect to the others, but when no, no, no. when he's out, you feel he's out. Yeah. When he's not there, you feel it. You really feel it. It's a void that that, that can't be filled. So if, if if anyone, I don't think you could field any type of of, of dream West Ham team with, without someone as solid as him at the back. No. Uh, You'd, you'd certainly regret it on your set pieces, that's for sure. Yeah, totally. And someone mentioned it the other day. Actually, they, yeah, they, they, they actually said. I think it was Luke actually said that he thought that that Agbonna will be going will go down as one of the best centre backs we've had in the last fifteen years. Absolutely. Definitely. That's a great that's a big shout. But actually thinking about it, it's a great shout. Yeah, no, it's a really good shout. Honestly, he's 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 just fantastic. I can't I cannot say enough about the bloke. If if put it this way, if he's not if he if he I, I feel really good about the game tonight. If for any sort of reason the team sheet came out and he wasn't on it. Yeah. I'd, get, I'd, I'd be really worried. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Right. Okay. We'll put Oggy in. Right. Let's, let's go into midfield. Um, who's going to be your first midfielder? Then, Dave, you can do whatever, in whatever order you want to do, man. Left mid, I, I, I struggled with left mid a bit. 
I, I don't know why I struggled with left mid, but I wanted to say Joe Cole. I did want to say Joe Cole, and I did plan to say Joe Cole, but now I'm here. I want to put Lanzini on the left. Lanzini on the left. Yeah, now I'm here because that that goal against Tottenham. I've I've never reacted to a goal like that in my life, and I just can't get it out of my head. And, and not only that, I know obviously since his injury, he, he's never quite got back to the form he was at, but he was pucker for a while, like really, oh. really pucker. And he's still, you can still see the flair in him. And I, I think Moyes, Moyes knows that he, he that, that Lanzini is still there, if you know what I mean. And, mm. and you see sparks of it. And I just think he was a really fantastic player for us and he's still a really good player for us that I think will get back to the point of being fantastic one day. And if anything, it shows you that it's that strike that day. He, he just absolutely belted it. And honestly, watching it on the TV, that game, I think like I, I entered a West Ham group on Facebook the other day yeah. and they said, what's your favourite West Ham match at all time? And I said, I think it has to be the 3-3 free free at Tottenham. And I think, it, I think that is my favourite match that I've ever watched sat there and watched 90 minutes of. I really do. And I, I remember that game. I remember that game so well because it was like, obviously, it was only last season, but it seems yeah. like a lot of time isn't it? It's, it's mental. And um, and I remember at halftime, I was watching my phone and I was like, oh, and I think my mother-in-law went upstairs. And so I moved up. So I said to my wife, I'm going to go and watch this on the big screen. I'll go watch in the front room. See how many we'll lose by. We're already 3-0 down. <laughs> you know, famous last words. But yeah. And, you, and you're right. I think actually... The arrival of, of Saeed has given him, you can see like uh, at the, the game on Saturday, the Doncaster game, right? It was Doncaster, yeah. I appreciate that, you know, but there was so much more zip around Lanzini and and him as yeah. a two they were playing together. You could see that they're, they're, they're on smaller wavelengths. Now, I'm not comparing Barama to Pyatt. But when Pyatt, for, <laughs> I, I wish one day I will do, but when Pyatt joined and Lanzini were in the same team, that was arguably Lanzini's best football for us. It was. It was. In fact, had someone who was arguably more skillful. They played really well together. And I can see some parallels there. He seems a yeah, bit there of a... Are parallels, there are Because he, 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 like you said, he, 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 played with, he played with Pyatt, um, got injured, comes back, the flare's gone. We haven't really we've we've had some solid midfielders since, but we haven't really replaced that flare real flare factor up yeah, until yeah. now. And 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 it's just the case of you 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 are as good or or you are at the best of your ability when you've got the right sort of people around you to compliment you. And I agree. I, I think we're gonna see a real resurgence and it's gonna be a constant I think when it comes to Ben Rama, Fornells and Lanzini. And and possibly Lingard now if it happens, it's 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 gonna be a constant tussle between them yeah. four for starting yeah. places. And it's it's never gonna be set in stone, them yeah. them four. Never. I don't think so anyway. I, I like that though, don't you? In the same way I like having a, a settled side, but I like having a side that's gonna fight for each other. It's gonna fight yeah. to get into the team. And I think also I think as you said, you know, with with the whole thing with Lanzini, I mean, obviously he get, got injured when he came back. He said, "No, the Pirates are not there." Everyone's basically all the eyes are on him to be the yeah. spark, and I think he plays better. And again, no disrespect to Lanzini as a second fiddle, 
You know, yeah. he's the second most skillful person on the team because yeah, they seem rather than on the same way. But yeah. Yeah, he is exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, let's put Manu in. Okay, who's gonna be next, man? Who's gonna be next? I wanted <laughs> <laughs> It's different when you're here on the day, isn't it? It is because you get you get you start thinking and and yeah because I kind of wrote I kind of wrote them down and I've already gone off the cuff a little bit uh, on on a couple of them um, because I was originally going to say Salchek but I don't think I can leave Mark Noble out yeah. I think it would be completely unfair so for infancy in the squad alone I'm gonna get which is a bit unfair considering who I put a right back but. Um, I'm going to go with Martin Noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I understand that. That makes sense. And as you said, it's like he. I think. I think Stuchek. It was funny. I was doing a live stream the other day, and we was having. And I think. I think. Um, oh, I think Jack came on. Jack mate came on. We was having a chat, and he was saying that he he, he asked about you know if you had if you, he gave us gave me three players. He gave me Czech Kiate. He gave me um, James Tompkins and Diaco Sacco. He said, "Who would you take out?" bring back out of those three and i said check Kiyote because i think check Kiyote is like a good he was like a good replacement for suchek if he got injured and he said yeah. suchek is a brilliant version of check Kiyote and i totally agree with him do you know what i mean he I think, he's, he's, he's class he's absolutely he's, class you just can't say enough I, I could sit here talking to you about him all day like mm-hmm. honestly he's He's got to be one of my favourite players of all of all time that we've had, and, and that says a lot about him considering how long he's been here for. You know what I mean? It's just you just he's so reliable, and 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 it's just that it's just his little face when he scores, and you just know that he's li- he's living every moment of what he's doing, and he's just loving it, and he's just it's just that there's something really relatable about that. It's, it's it almost feels like he probably feels. That he probably feels about playing for the club, how I felt talking to Declan Rice, if you know yes. what I mean. Oh, oh totally, totally. Yeah. And also, you know, for me, it's like, you know, and and the emergence of him has less because obviously, you know, eighteen. I mean, he's been there a year now. Let's say eighteen months ago, we were all. Doesn't feel like it. it. Doesn't. It's mental in it when you think about it. But it was obviously last year, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Last so 18 months ago, we were shitting ourselves that Mark Noble was going to be retiring soon and we didn't have anyone to fill that void. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to bring it back to Mark Noble because that's who you picked. Where then Kiate, and then Kiate, Suchek's come in and Mark's almost taken a back step. He has, well, he's yeah. taken a backroom staff role now. You know, he plays the cup games and he comes on for 20 minutes and does it, but his impact on the team is still there. You know, it's still relevant. So he comes on, Dick gives him his, his the armband. That's how much respect he has as, with him as a captain. Not Noble has deserved, has earned that over yeah. 50 years of the club. Um, I mean, as you said, for yourself, you know, your relative, you know, you weren't really into football when you were young. So when you started getting into West Ham, Mark Noble has been in West Ham probably ever since you've been a West Ham a ever proper, since. A proper fan. No disrespect, but you know, like a proper fan. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. having him not in the team, not in the, not, not in the setup is going to be... Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't sit right. It just doesn't no. sit right. Um, yeah, Mark Noble. Yeah, what a man. What a bloke. What a man. 
I just what I like about Mark Noble is he is always um he's always and, and again in the same way we're talking about Kincheski, you know, being a West Ham fan, playing for your club, being the only club you've played for, being captain, club captain of your club, he just ticks all the boxes for like Royal the Rovers stuff. And I think really that's nice. we just we just love the fact love him the man. I think I love him, honestly. I, I've been fortunate enough to uh, it was the again, it was last year that Chelsea game when we beat him three two and Yama scored right at the end. He wasn't in the squad and, and he was in in the in the disabled row. Uh, yeah, they sort of obviously they're all socially distanced because obviously you've got the wheelchairs usually in the middle, so they're already two yeah. meters. And he watched that game when, the, despite the fact there's been, yeah, there's no fans in the stadium. I was there, and he was there, and literally yeah. he was watching it like a fan. And you, and you know, he's a West Ham fan, but actually watching yeah. kick every ball and you know just and shout at the referee, you're like, yeah, he's he's a proper fan. He's a, he's a proper. Yeah. Fan. That's our boy. <laughs> I was so proud. I was so proud of watching him kicking <laughs> every ball. But it's, 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 it's something special. It doesn't happen in every other club. No, um, really. No, really, absolutely. I can, could not agree with you more. No, he's a top man. Top man. And I think, you know, my, my assumption is he'll be given at least another uh, another year on his contract to see that next yeah. year, which seems totally right. And then at the end of next season, hopefully there'll be fans back in the stadium because um, you couldn't let him go now. No. No, no. I know it's horrible to think of that, but I think he's this this new role. He seems, as I said, I, I call him the Doctor because he's like Doctor Who. He just regenerates himself every couple of seasons, yeah. and now he's regenerated himself into this twenty-minute man or fifteen-minute man. You know, and he'll come on as a, as a man just to tie it up again. And actually, that you don't need to be. I mean, he can easily play ninety minutes. We've seen that in the cup games and stuff like that. But for him, I think he could come on fifteen minutes. In a Premier League game, wouldn't look out of place just to tie it up no. as, a, as a, and so he could probably do that for at least another season, off, maybe two seasons. In terms yeah, of, um, but yeah, he's a top man. Right, let's let's move on. Go on. So we got we got Lanzini, we've got no, Noble. Who else are we going to put in central midfield? I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> is it going to be Pete Butler? No, I don't think it's. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to go with. Declan Rice. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I think okay. so. I think so. He's all right. Do you know what I mean? Please? He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, I, I did just in case have um, Valon Barami and Thomas Hitzelsberger on, on stand in case. We'll put Declan Rice in. Yeah. Well, he can have it. He's a good he, one. He's, good. he's a good egg. He's all right. Isn't he? He's all right. Yeah. He's not bad. He's, he's, he's okay, I suppose. No, he's. Um, yeah. I, I, I still think with him, we've just. We've just scratched the surface with him as a player. Hundred percent, as as a midfielder, certainly. Yeah. yeah, I think he is a phenomenal, phenomenal. And we're talking about. I was talking about someone else the other day, and you know, in terms of how his game has developed since in the last year, I'd say, even with since Suchek's coming, there's a lot more dynamism, a lot more running, a lot more, you know, going yeah. forward. I mean, we. I mean, I, I. I looked at some of his first games when Pellegrini brought him in. Is this in a CDM role? And we're like, what? He's yeah. a centre back. What for the Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And then he was he was a CDM, and now he's become into a a CM role. Definitely, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, drifting. Yeah. He drifting. He drifts in. He drifts in and out, doesn't he? But he's he's a lot of people. 
seem to think that he he he, he belongs as a defender, but yeah. not but not a lot of West Ham fans think that, mind you. But a lot of the the outsiders will be like, "Oh, why are you playing him there? He's a centre back. He can't pass a ball." And it's kind of like, what what are you actually watching? If you know what I mean, what what are you what are you actually watching? Because some of the long balls I see him ping from all the way at the back and just land perfectly at the feet of of, of a winger or or or, or, or even of Sufal, and you just kind of like. If, if Trent Alexander, Trent Alexander Arnold puts in passes like that, and then you, you call in the second coming of David Beckham, and he's a right back, yeah. and it's like we play him at centre back, and he plays, we play him at centre mid, and he puts in passes like that, and you say he should be a defender. It's, it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. But I just think, he, like you said, I just think he's, he's a stand up bloke. He is very, he's very good defensively. You can see that attack mindedness creeping into his play more and more every single time he plays he's he's not scared to have a pop a goal anymore which i think he was a bit hesitant to do for for, for his first season or two and i, I just think he's he's truly going in going into a, a, a future england captain for me and um yeah literally just i, I could not put him in it. it it wouldn't have made any sense anyway <laughs> he's the person that got me here technically do you know what I, mean? yeah, I know what you mean i think what i like and, and and i love the fact that you know dex got this he's actually in in training he's 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 practicing this sort of knuckleball this sort of like free kick yeah and he's trying to get that and i love the fact that he's trying to get that into his game i love the fact he's trying to come forward a lot more you yeah. see this evolution of, of declan rises that's, that's why i think there's so much more in there um you're right i mean i, I remember seeing him in the under 23s when we used, to, we used to do them at the stadium and he was this commanding center he was a good center back he was good i wouldn't yeah. say to be honest, I'm, he's for me. He was always he was a great centre back. He was good. I wouldn't say he was world class. Uh, I'd yeah. say he was strong. He had his lead, this leadership ability, which yeah. is is non-existent. Having that sort of John Terry-esque leadership. Yeah. Then I I I I didn't have any. I knew he'd get into the first team, but I never had any apprehension that he was going to be this player that he's become in the last two years. Eighteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, like, the, like the actual talisman of the club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's mental when you think about the impact. Yeah, made. how many games? So, so quick as well. It happened so quickly as well. Yeah, it did. And, and but it's what, incredible. And and you and you've exemplified it exactly what we're talking about. You know, the events have other point. I was going to say is that he is so down to earth. Yeah, and he can jump on an Instagram live and chat with you, or. Yeah. When he does get interviewed at half, you know, at the end of the game, he—if he's won, he's happy. If he's not, he's—he's he's really pissed off of himself. Yeah. Um, but the thing the pundits always say, as soon as he, as soon as they interview him, the thing the pundits always say, as soon as he goes off, is he's got a good head on his shoulders, yeah. or 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 he's a he's a good bloke. He is, or 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 um, just always something complimentary. Do you know what I mean? Never, never, not, never silence and just move on to the next thing. That they've always got to say something about how much of a stand-up bloke he seems, or how well-spoken he was, or that was put well by. Do you know what I mean? It's never just onto the next item because we've got nothing to say about it. You can't leave a section involving him without commenting on him as a person. And if, if you're only on this planet once, I can't think of much better of an accolade to have than you were a genuinely nice guy that just spread positive positivity everywhere you go because really it's all we can do if we want to do the best we can while we're here and that's 
as make as many people that, that come across us or that we come across happy and and hope that, that we're remembered for doing so and he will definitely be and he's only he's only 22 years of age the other day so mental. incredible it's mental and you, you're right and he always comes and 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 he just comes across as so genuine you know he's like on twitter he did, did a thing there was he did a thing on the england twitter thing and it was and it was Chilwell and saying he'd never had a Chinese in his life or something like that. And the camera stops and Dick turned around beautifully and just went. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so funny. He's so yeah. funny. I love him. I absolutely love the man. Right. Okay. So we've got Lanzini, Noble, Rice. Um, who's going to be your next person? Yossi Benayoun. Oh, good old Yossi. What a player. What a player Benayoun was. All I remember is blinders. Yeah. I just remember him just scoring the craziest goals, which I'll keep going back to my nostalgia-tinted glasses, but I just remember him scoring chips that didn't look possible unless you were playing FIFA, where he, <laughs> didn't, he didn't even stop and chip the ball. He'd be like mid-run, yeah. and somehow he'd get it up in the air and over the keeper's head with the same power as if he laced it. And I just remember watching Match of the Day and being literally about... 15 or 14 or 15 years of age and just not understanding why no one else scored goals like that and why it was yeah. only him. And I just think he was really good, really nippy and light on his feet, the way he could be on the wing one minute, cut inside, be in the box and just causing drama. I, I just I just I just think he's I just think he was really, really good. I know he wasn't amazing when he moved on, but he was for us, he was absolutely I think he was world class. I think he oh, was yeah. absolutely world class. And they never would have bought him if he weren't. No, exactly. I mean, and, and I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he was the first, I believe, someone will correct me, is I think it's the first ever player to score a hat trick in the Premier League, the FA Cup, Champions League, and the League Cup, I want to say. Um, I did not know that. Not for West Ham, clearly. Um, yeah. But, um, no, yeah, he was brilliant. And, and we've had people on like, like Codge and stuff, and they've spoken about Yossi. And, you know, he, though he was like bag of bones, really. Yeah. Um, he likes a bit of a challenge. He likes to get in there a little bit in training and leave a boot in, and, and I like that. I like that about him. Yeah, you know, like it's this other side of him, and uh, you're right. He's he's, he's very similar. I, I liken him to Trevor Sinclair in that he never seemed to score a simple goal. Yeah, no, never. I and mean, you never saw it happen. It was either a, it was either, they were always really unorthodox looking chips. That's the yeah. thing I remember him for was the lobs. And it, it was just the way that one minute he'd be dribbling and then the next minute it's just and it's just like I, I just could never quite I remember being honestly watching it on match of the day when I was li little and just thinking I don't understand it from a gravity aspect let, let alone a footballing aspect do you know what I mean it's just I just I just remember I just remember him for absolute blinders and just that light-footedness when he's got three man around him in the box and somehow getting out of it and yeah, I just I just really enjoyed watching him play. So he 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 would he would be in my team. It's just something when you have to get Brian Cox in, Professor Brian Cox, to, to, to yeah. explain the trajectory of the ball. ball. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's a uh, yeah, top man. Yeah, he's a good a good guy, Yossi. Right, okay, so we've got Yossi in, um, and I used to sit next to a bloke called Yossi. So that's why that's why mm. I know how to pronounce it. Uh, right, okay, so uh, we get up front now. Now Deepak, Carlos. Tevez. Carlito. So, you know, and again, look, we, we, we spoke, you spoke about, you know, Suchek and, you know, Carlos, the impact he made for a very short amount of time 
Yeah. It was, was incredible. Tell us about your thoughts on Carlos then. For me, looking back on my childhood and, and the years that I got into football, the, the biggest and most memorable season for me was obviously the, the, the Kerbishley days where, where the great escape obviously occurred. That was the, the biggest, that, that sticks out in my mind the most because I'll never forget it because the game wasn't, tele, it, it, I can't remember, it. either the game wasn't televised or I just didn't have Sky Sports at the time because I was too poor. Yeah. But I was watching it, I was watching it on Sky Sports news live and i think we i just remember something they said the ball's in the air and it's tevez and it's kind of like you had that whole thing when him and mascarano came in it was it was on the bloody itv news not even the yeah. sports section like west ham yeah. have signed two of the biggest argentinian prospects in the world this guy Kia Gibrachin, and it was it was all over the place. And then suddenly they were talking about, oh, and now a takeover's coming, and it's it's yeah. going to completely change the club. And then next thing you know, takeover hasn't really happened as 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 prophesized. And, yeah. and these two players that were headline on ITV News, Pardew's leaving them on the bench. Yeah. And you're kind of thinking to yourself, what is going on there? Especially as a child, does everyone say anything to you in school? Have you seen your team sign Tevez? And I'm like, well. I don't even know who he is yet, really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and it's just as, as soon as he started playing, obviously he, he went through a really rough patch. But I, I just feel like we're—he's one of the best strikers ever to do it, really. Now, when you look back on it, and he's, oh, yeah, he's still—he's still, from what I've heard, I, I haven't actually watched any of it, but I, I hear he's still performing to quite a high ability nowadays. And it's kind of like I feel like we were responsible for turning him into one of the best strikers in the in the world, if you know what I mean, because. Even though he was already lauded and, and and admired before he came to us, he had to go through a real dip to get to where he was. And when he got through it, he single-handedly pull, pulled us off the scrap heap. And as a child who desperately didn't want to see my team go down, yes, if one man is responsible for saving him, I can't not put that man in my team ever because it would be. It would be you know what I mean? And I just think he was abs absolutely fantastic. And when you watch interviews of him. He loves the club. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does, he yeah. He said, it was one the other day. He said the only team he'd go in, play in Europe with, go back to Europe with is West Ham. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he loves, he, loves, he, loves the, he loves the club. He loves the fans. And um, at the end of the day, like, we're a London team and he'd done us a solid. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. He did do us a solid. And, and, and again, you know, I've I've made I've, I, the other day I was talking to someone about about Barama and there's parallels there I think with Tevez not to the extent but what I'm saying is in terms of that that period he was trying Tevez was trying so hard to score a goal so hard almost to his detriment he was running about the pitch everywhere yeah and he was hitting the post or the keeper and that's how I can see Ben Rama now he's trying so hard to score a goal it's the yeah. overthinking phase isn't it yeah it's and the overthinking phase and that free kick was just like and that, that streak against Tottenham where he just put it into the top corner and then that all the release of his and yeah. I think it was Anton or someone we interviewed said when when he came off the pitch, he came in and he's because he didn't speak English, but his translator would say he then knew what it was to play for West Ham, scoring yeah. and doing that jump. He, he got it. He, that was the game that he got West Ham, yeah. and yeah, the love affair just continued. But yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've, I've never seen a player come back from another club 
to play for another club and get the ovation that he used to get. Um, yeah. Mental. Yeah, that's what mental. Mental. The whole thing was like it, it went from a media circus to a, a love affair. Do you know what I mean? That's what it went for. It went for like not too sure why these two guys are here. It feels a bit dodgy. Are we going to get sent down to League Two because of this? Yeah. To bloody hell, they're all right. They can play legally, but he's not even playing. And what's wrong with him? To all right, he's playing now, but he can't. He, he can't score. What was everyone going on about? To oh my god, he's fantastic and he saved us. And now let's hope that we don't get fined because he scored against Sheffield United. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Stuff like that. Yeah, it was a crazy error. But the thing that that tops it off for me is the fact that he sc he scored the goals that that we so desperately needed to to, to keep us in there. And it, you just can't say enough about him for that, really. I don't think. No, no. All right, we'll put Carlitos in. All right, one more spot. One I would say the, the the striker area is is very difficult. I don't know yeah. if anyone's ever said this. that's been on here before, but it's it's probably the hardest section because you've got I've got Harewood, I've got Sheringham, I've got Ashton, I've got Zamora. I've, they're just pouring yeah. out. Of me. Zaza, yeah. what? <laughs> pouring out of my head. I'm going to go with this one just because I used to really like watching him. And I used to always buy him in FIFA straight away and up his level up. Um, I'm going to go with Bobby Zamora. The Z-Man. I do. I do. I, I'm going to go with Bobby Zamora. Like, obviously, I know his tenure with the club wasn't as long as, as Mark's has been. But I feel like I'm going for him for similar reasons that, that I'm going for Mark, if you know what I mean. He, he was very loyal. He was there through the ups and downs in the championship, in the league. And he could always score. He always scored. He could score good goals. His link-up play was there. He was someone that in his time, I thought, was really underrated. Yeah, once nice. again. Um, but yeah, it, it was a toss-up between Zamora, Harewood and Ashton. Ashton was obviously fantastic, but we, we unfortunately, through no fault of his own, got, got to see enough of him, if you know what I mean. Um, and Harewood and Zamora could have honestly been a coin flip, but Zamora just stands out a little bit more in my mind. And I, I, I can't quite explain why, but it, he's... I mean, he scored some important goals for us. He scored the goals the goals took us up yeah. uh, in, the, in the playoffs. I remember that very, very vividly. And, mm -hmm. and again, you know, West Ham boy. Bob's a yeah. West Ham boy. So, you know, mm -hmm. there's something special about that. And um, he that, he just had a knack, a knack of scoring. He scored wherever he went. You know, he literally yeah. scored. I think, actually, he's probably, because he scored... The goal that took us up scored a goal in the playoffs for QPR as well that took them up. So two goals. I think he's I think he's earned about something like two hundred and fifty million pounds from two goals. You know, not him personally. Don't know. Yeah, but, 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 yeah. Uh, no, he's a top guy, and and I just think he did have a knack. You know, I remember I remember that when we went up that season, we went up the season you know, the obviously that ended up in the FA Cup final. He was top goal scorer for like. I want to say two months, you know. Yeah. And I don't remember him scoring a clean goal. It would come off his arse or his chest or his, you know, yeah. somewhere. But um, always in. Yeah. And always I think in. it's just a case of in in my heyday of growing up watching football, 
I just think he's he's the person that used to make me cheer the most because I'd, I'd go mental every time a goal went in and, and more often than not, it was him. So he's it's, it's, it's just who I've got to go with, I think. Yeah, that's good shout, man. Before you change your mind, that's it, is it? Done. <laughs> yeah, done. Oh, man, it's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Really, really fun. Really, really interesting as well to find out, you know, the sort of the the sort of the, the story of of the single as well. Because I think it, I think people see it's like come out and you see all the, the tweets and the retweets and the Facebook pages and stuff like that. But it's nice to sort of like chat to you about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's nice to talk about it as well. Because yeah. rather than people think, oh, who's this rapper bloke that's made a tune called Declan Rice and then thinks he's sort of the man now? If you know what I mean? I, I'd rather come on here and say like. I'm not just a, a, the guy that did that tune. I've, I've got I've got a back catalogue and stuff. I decided to, to do something a bit more upbeat, and um, I'm just really appreciative to, to the whole community that, that it's been received well because I know how easily it, it could not have been. Yeah. Um, and um, like I like I said, I keep going to the back to the word blessed because I, I just feel really blessed at the moment. And um, not to sound soppy, but I haven't felt blessed for a lot of my life, so it's it's, it's a good period at the moment. And um, I genuinely believe it's probably a week or, or um, a project or a release that I'm, I'm genuinely going to look back on very fondly for probably for the rest of my life. And um, it's, it's only because people like you, yourself, Russ, have got behind it and, and the whole community. So anyone that's watching that's supported the song in any way, shape or form, be it Spotify, Apple Music, even just a tweet, um, you've, you've honestly contributed to one of the best weeks of my life out, outside of the birth of my children and my wedding day. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I like the way you made the wedding day at the end. Well, well, yeah, well, I said it loud. God, yeah, yeah. It's like you've been <laughs> <loud>. <laughs> one of the best weeks of my life. I can just imagine you. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm exactly the same. Uh, no, it's great, and it's, it's nice to see. It's nice to see West Ham people doing doing something different. West Ham people doing stuff. It's it almost almost breaking into the top forty type thing. It's great to see that. I love seeing it. You know, you can put yourself out there and it's great that everyone's responded. So it's all good man. But uh I appreciate your time man. I know with the two little kids watching out and stuff. Having an hour to yourself is not something that happens very often in a in a lockdown situation. So um, appreciate 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 Mrs. Mrs. part um yep. keeping kids anyway Thank you to everyone that's been watching. Obviously, download as, as they download and, and stream the um, stream the thing as much as you can. And myself um, and Deepak, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come with yeah. your and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye. Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.